0: i did get a new hat thank you for asking yeah it's uh i actually went and got customized so oh
1: really, so really? It's okay that's it's actually pretty cool
0: that's actually so pretty i know cool. i know those listening audio wise can't see it but i went and i got uh otani's uh kanji signature on it so it's actually
1: the japanese characters with 17 on it and,
0: yeah. yeah
1: super nice i'm not a I'm not Angels uh, fan but i like Otani, so i will give you Thank you. Yeah,
0: no. It's been a long day. I went and I got the hat, and then I was very upset with myself this morning. I was like, why can't I be 6'6", and talented and athletic? I don't know if you heard about the stud from Texas, the high schooler, Quinn Ewers. Mm -hmm. So, he's the dude you've been seeing all over social media, he's a quarterback, throwing it around. Uh, in Texas, the NIL rules, those all drop. Uh, Texas is saying, "Okay, college, you can do it. High school, you can't." So, do you know what this kid goes and does? He says, "I don't think I want to go to high school. <laughs> high school at all. He, he wants to forego his senior year and then go to Ohio State, where he's already committed, and there's already lined up for about eight hundred thousand yeah. dollars worth of money that he's going to make.
1: That's a ridiculous." Thing. Not even out of high school yet. Dude, you've got to see this man. He's got a mullet. He's got swag. He's just, I, I can't imagine
0: being 17 and going, I want to make money. And the state's going, no. And I go, well, no to you. And then you just go and <laughs> yes. make almost a million dollars. Yes. Uh, Welcome to Our Factual Opinion. We have been gone for quite some time, but back to your favorite podcast where your co-hosts, Zachary Nikolai and Tyler McGee talk all things
1: sports where we give our factual opinion. Tyler, it's great to be back with you, dude. Yes, sir. It's been been a minute since we talked. I mean, we, we were texting, but it's been a minute since we've been, I say, face-to-face over the screen.
0: <laughs> Virtually face-to-face, yes. Yes, exactly. Been, you've been blowing up my phone, not friendly, might I add. It has been <laughs> more uh, bucks win, ha, 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 you're uh-huh. done. It's been more uh, about Boston you six, rubbing baby. in all your right picks and how I've been wrong probably this entire show but Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it's okay because i love hearing from you and i think it's it's fine we'll see a
1: bounce back we'll see a bounce back well yeah hopefully for you at least i don't really care because if i'm right then i'm cool with it if you're wrong i'm cool with it too (laughs) we're going back into football season baby so i'm gonna you'll probably get a lot more of those
0: right (laughs) damn right i will Uh, talking about basketball though, actually, Mm -hmm. uh, let's hop right into our first segment. Second take, uh, the hit ESPN show first take, uh, Freddie Coleman is filling in on the show and he came out and he said, I want to build a franchise around Giannis, not Luca. And
1: I I know know, me Tyler, how much you love Luca. You, I already know how much you love Luca. You think he's basically the best in the league already. He he, he's
0: Lucas, the girl that you saw in middle school and you were like, you know what? I think she's awesome. And then high school comes and everyone starts noticing her and you're like, well, I always liked, (laughs) I always loved Luca. I loved him before the draft. People were talking. They're like, he's really slow. Like you can't get him. I'm like, he's efficient. He's not slow. He's great with his feet. Of course he's not fast. Mm-hmm. You know, not Yeah, to, he's not the most not athletic guy out there. but No, but he's efficient with his feet. He's a great shooter. He's 22.
1: He's amazing he went out to the Olympics too.
0: for his first game. Dude, first, first game for the Olympics.
1: Ridiculous. Like, dude. You just
0: can't. KD's out I'm, here
1: dropping 10. I'm 22, and I'm out here dropping uh, 16 listeners in our uh, Spotify. <laughs> yes. Yeah, dude. We're, uh, I played <laughs> basketball with you. Sometimes we struggle getting the ball, let yeah. alone shooting I mean, it. basically like...
0: broke my finger one time. Remember that? I know, and that's the second I was mad at my parents. I was like, why could I have not been athletically gifted? But so Freddie went and he said, I would start a franchise around Giannis, not Luca." And it's really interesting to me because he, he mentioned basketball, obviously. You know, he was like, yeah, we just saw what Giannis did. He's great and everything. Mm-hmm. And then besides the finals, he stopped talking basketball and he started talking Kind of guys want to play with Giannis because he's not a diva. He's not going to, you know, run a coach out. We've already seen Luca do that. And he started talking, I don't want to say intangibles, but it was pretty much just Giannis is a nicer guy and a funner guy to be around. That's why I'd rather put him. And it wasn't very basketball oriented. And so Mm -hmm. I guess that makes sense. You know, you're like, people want to be around nice and fun guys. I think Luke is nice and fun. You know? And it's like if you want to call him a diva because he gets upset over calls, I mean the ninety-five percent of the league is a diva. Everyone I mean, 95% from ninety five percent of the league
1: is a diva when it comes to not getting their foul calls. Everyone's always complaining, everyone's always yelling hands in the air, you know what I mean? So Kobe did it, Braun did it everybody was doing it so it's like
0: mm-hmm. if you're upset because you say he's a diva because he's crying over stuff and he had an issue with the front office i mean coach left okay i i don't know how much of it's luca i don't know how much of it's mark cuban i love mark cuban but as we've seen you know cowboys and football it's like when you have an owner who's super involved not everybody likes it and yeah. so i mean I just don't see why you wouldn't build around the 22 year old. So Luca's younger than Giannis. Luca pay, plays a position where you get the ball. Like you have to feed it to Giannis. And don't get me wrong, he's dominant when he has mm-hmm. it. But it's like you have to force it. There are times where you can actually take Giannis out of the game because he's not a shooter, while Luca, he's the one winning you the games. You give him the ball, he's out there going twenty two straight points. You know, either assisting on or scoring, and it's like Luca's the best thing we. He is the best young player we have seen since LeBron.
1: Yeah, I agree. He's. And I think he's better he's than LeBron at that age. He, maybe, uh, but I mean, I just feel like, to one of your points that people didn't hear earlier is, he's doing this at twenty two years old, and he's, brick, he's giving it. And he's dishing it out against players like Kawhi and Paul George in their playoffs. Now, granted, he got bounced in the first round. He's only 22. But, I mean, this season, it looked like it could have been the deep run season. You know what I mean? He he had them up against the ropes. They were up 2-0. Very unprecedented um, series, by the way, where the home team didn't win until, what was it, Game 7, right, when the Clippers finally... Yeah, it was, yeah, it was weird. Anything but... that
0: involves the Clippers is weird. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But I I kinda have to agree, I'd, I'd start my franchise with Luka too. This is a player that, like I said, he's 22 years old and he is just giving the league havoc. We haven't seen anything like this. He's good almost everywhere. Granted, his defense isn't necessarily the best, but when you're giving 100% on offense, it's hard to go, you know what I mean? And he's not the most athletic guy, but he can shoot, he can pass, his basketball IQ is really high. And here's the thing, I get, I guess the argument, of saying you don't want to start your team like around a diva, blah, blah, blah. But like, he's 22. I mean, he's not fully mature yet, obviously. He's still got a lot to learn basketball-wise. You saw in the Clippers series in the fourth quarter, he kind of struggled a little bit. He was a little ball dominant, just dribbling at the top of the key a lot and then not really doing anything until like the last 10 seconds. And they didn't have great possessions. But those are the things you learn as you go on. And we've seen players mature and grow i mean it's i understand he's kind of gotten gone through a coach already and now all of a sudden the gm's gone and it's you start to wonder is it Luca? is it the front office is it both a lot of it is just media i don't think the media really ever really knows what's going on within some of these teams a lot of it is quote-unquote leaks who knows who's actually leaking this stuff but at the end of the day the way we've seen Luca play he's set up to be the next big thing and he's only in his really early 20s like no disrespect to Giannis the accolades he has are amazing already you know two-time MVP defensive Player of the year now he's a finals cha- finals MVP he's a champion most improved player of the year countless defensive and offensive player of the year awards but man what we've seen from Luca is just so exciting right now and it's it's fun he's they're both fun to watch but I agree I think You gotta start with Luca.
0: Yeah, Giannis, don't get me wrong now. You know, I looked like a Giannis hater in the past. I love Giannis. Oh, I think you know who I am too. I'm a huge Giannis fan. I love I love him. I love Big Men. It's just guys like Shaq and Tim and you know, these guys that were great back then, they they can't dominate games late when you're down. And that's what sucks about today's NBA. If you give me a guy like Luca He's taking you places. And I want to point on something before we move on that you said uh, we saw Luca get bounced in the first round. I think this playoffs has taught us, and I said this to you on an earlier episode, you need a second guy. And they oh, thought yeah. Porzingis was that guy. He's not.
1: Yeah, like I said, that's the that was the big issue. It was Luca being very ball-dominant towards yeah. the end of those games where they knew we just double, maybe even triple team this guy, get the ball out of his hands. Your offense isn't going to be as efficient, so he needs that second piece. I mean, Giannis really needed that. He Chris Middleton struggled in past playoffs, but this postseason we really saw him thrive. Like we knew he could, and then that addition to Drew Holiday playing on the defensive end is we really saw a complete Bucks team. Granted, they did catch a couple breaks, obviously. You know that Nets team took them seven basically with a hobbled James Harden and then Kyrie getting injured, but you just see the difference in teams, even the Hawks. I mean, a big thing is the Luka-Trey Young debate. Like, oh, Trey Young just took his team to the Eastern Conference Finals. Luka has been bounced already twice in the first round. (laughs) Granted, I still think that Hawks is way better team built around Trey Young, but we see what these players can do with teams around them. And Luca just needs a little more. I like Tim Hardaway Jr as like a third option. He's a great he's a knockdown shooter. They just they need that second option for sure.
0: Yeah. And I'll I'll be the old guy in the room. The East is easier than the West. I mean, I don't see Trey it going is. up against Steph and Clay and I don't see him True. going up against
1: Braun and eight Like I will say though, I still don't think that seven, that that Hawks team should have beat the 76ers. I think 76ers had more talent. Hawks played better as a team. Ah, oh, basketball frustrates you. Let's go on to a better yeah. sport that I like. In our segment, sit down. Today, they were talking about which teams in the NFC have the best chance at beating Tom Brady and the Bucks. And Dan Orlovsky said the Washington football team. And I'll be honest, I thought that was... Okay, it wasn't stupid, okay? The, the Washington football team... They have great offensive pieces, and they have an amazing, one of the best defenses in the league right now. But you can have a great defense, but I just don't think you can't, you have to have a good quarterback. I love Fitzmagic, don't get me wrong, but Fitzmagic is your quarterback that you pick up, he plays there for a year because you need a filler quarterback, and then he moves on. Ryan Fitzpatrick is not going to be the guy who beats Tom Brady, okay? And I know you say – I know you're going to say it. Well, Nick Foles did it, but – okay. <laughs> no. Ryan Fitzpatrick is not going to be the dude. I love Fitzmagic. He's not going to beat Tom Brady. Just I'm telling you that. The Bucs have the, like pretty much the exact same team going into this next season. <laughs> He's not going to beat Tom Brady. So let's get this straight. That division – the nfc least is awful i think nine wins wins that division yeah i mean we saw we saw what this season they were they had eight wins i think it was and they won
0: yeah it's well so now with 17 games you know a losing record can win that division yeah that's what i'm most excited to see on record i want it to be known i think the cowboys are going to be the first team in history to go 8 8 and 1 they're going to find a way to be 500 again i they will find a way. But so you look at Washington, and they have a great team. I think they did
1: a great job building. Yeah, they, they really building, do. There, Nothing, there three I, I love need. Scary Terry. I'm a big Antonio Gibson guy. He's, he's going to be up there, and their defense is amazing.
0: There, there, there's three things that you need when building a football team.
1: You need someone mm-hmm. to throw the ball.
0: You need somebody to protect the guy who's throwing the ball on his blind side. So if he's a righty or left tackle, if he's a lefty or right tackle. Mm -hmm. And then on the defensive side, you need somebody who's going to make the guy throwing the ball uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And if you look at it, I think, and they got all of those, but Ryan Fitzpatrick. (laughs) Well, so Washington has a great line. They're the best front seven in football. I'd argue Mm -hmm. that their defense is amazing. Offensive piece. As you mentioned it, they have, I'd say two Good receivers, above average receivers. I like their running backs. You know, I think running backs more and more now are getting better out of the college level. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they're just so quick now. It's really impressive. It's magic. So in in the clip, uh, it is the NFC. So they're not focusing on the AFC. They're looking at the NFC teams. Yes, the NFC. And I think, yeah. So I think when you look at it, I don't think the Packers, because I think with Aaron Rodgers, they've been very finesse. I think they've always been finesse ever since uh, Matt LaFleur came. They have been a little more ground and pound, but I've always felt like their team is very West coast, even though
1: they're, Mm -hmm. and even, you know, right now they're they're in that weird situation where we don't know exactly how they'll be with Aaron Rodgers coming back. We don't know the locker room, like sense and how it is. We don't know how some might be excited. Some might be like, Oh, he he kind of could be a DV, you know, I don't know how they're seeing it, but I get what you're saying too.
0: Yeah, so you you look at those teams it's I don't think there's many tough teams. So you look at the NFC East, absolutely nobody except Washington I think can stop the Bucks. Nobody mm-hmm. in their own division. I mean the Saints are on the decline and I'm a
1: Saints fan. It's it's tough, right? uh, especially with you know Michael Thomas just on the side. Yeah, that that's tough. I want to see Jamie Winston thrive, though. I've been wanting to see him play again. He got the LASIK eye surgery. I just want to see. You want to happen. see him eat some dubs? Yes, I want to see him eat those dubs. Oh God, he's. I, I hope he does well. I really do. Mm-hmm. But you look at so that. Atlanta's
0: not going to do nothing. Panthers. I hope Sam Darnold does stuff for them. You know him. So and I believe McAfee he's talented. I be fun.
1: And I kind of want to see him out of that Jets team because the Jets are poverty franchise.
0: Yeah, good good luck, Zach Wilson. I mm-hmm. pray for you. I really do. Got his deal though. But you by look the way. at yes, good for him. Last first rounder, uh, first round quarterback to do his deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you you look at the whole NFC and it's just there's no team that really there are talented teams in the NFC. Obviously, you got your Rams and your Cardinals and your Niners and whatnot. And see And you just named course.
1: one whole division right there—the best division in the league.
0: They are the best division
1: in the league. Oh, but yeah. it's
0: like you look at them, and I don't see. The the closest one I could see is I would say the Niners because of their defense, but I don't think the offense can keep up with them. You know, I don't know what I'm going to get out of Jimmy G or Trey Lance. And then you Mm -hmm. look at the Rams and it's like, that Cam Akers injury, that scares me. So it's like, I can't put them there. So that's why I think Washington, and you don't always need a great quarterback. Nick, you won a Super Bowl,
1: Joe Flacco. I think sometimes you just need him to get hot. Listen, I... I agree. I think the Washington I think they'll make the playoffs. I think their defense will carry them. Fitzmagic has his hot games like we've seen him pop off. We've seen him do great things. I don't think he's that consistent quarterback that leads you through an entire season. I'd give the Rams the edge. Not not the edge over the Bucks. I'd give the Rams the edge over the Washington football team. I understand that Akers' injury could be could be really brutal on the run game. Um it's hard to replace players like, like that. I mean, we saw his coming out party last year. It seemed like he was going to really do big things this year. Looked like it. It looked like it. that Achilles injury is going to be tough, but I would still say the Rams, we have a, gr- I say we, because I'm probably pretty biased here anyways. Uh, Great, great defense. Our offense looks like it improved now with Matt Stafford, who I think you and I agree is a really good quarterback and, kind of underrated just because he's been on that Lions team and it'll be interesting to see how he is now on a team that this team is probably playoff slash Super Bowl or bust type of team because I feel like the Rams are all in right now but I feel like I'd have to give it to the Rams you know I just don't think Fitzpatrick is going to be that that player like Stafford who's going to lead you through the season and I just don't know if they'll be able to to keep up with them on offense keep up with Tom Brady. It's I mean, who trust. can who can t- keep up with Tom Brady though? You know what I mean? Eli Manning? <laughs> e- Eli, <laughs> yeah.
0: The the one thing that can't beat Brady beat Manning and that's Father Time. MLB deadline, uh trade deadline is coming up. It's an exciting day in sports. So today is July 29th. It's a Thursday. We've got the NBA draft tonight. Sports. What's yeah. really keeping me excited though is this MLB trade deadline. And so you have teams like the Dodgers who were World Series favorites coming into the season. The Yankees always are for some reason and I still don't know why, uh, but you got guys like the Dodgers and what's really interesting is everything going on with Trevor Bauer. I mm-hmm. do not believe he's going to put a Dodger uniform on again. It I doesn't do not sound think like he will ever any of them even now. want
1: him on the team anymore either.
0: No, I do not see him playing in the league ever again. Um, I liked him as a player. I did. Uh, it's just We got to leave it up to Mm -hmm. judicial and, you know, then MLB will be at this point. But so you lose a pitcher. They still have good. That's what bugs me about the Dodgers. It's they always have great players. Pitching wise, relief wise, Mm -hmm. batting wise, farm system is always great. And they always find a way to lose. And so it's like, I don't know how much more help you need, but let's lay out some scenarios. People are calling for Max Scherzer. Mm-hmm. to be a dodger and by people i mean probably dodger fans yeah but what's I interesting mean,
1: just uh, right dodgers are going through a lot of injuries right now too it's it's tough to see the way they're playing and i feel like they just haven't come together yet just because of all these injuries but keep going yeah dodgers fans dude really want max scherzer dude Mookie's out seager's out cody looks bad he i'll, I'll give you this
0: for cody though he went and uh Overthrew the third baseman by, I'd say, about 1,800 miles A feet. mile. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Uh, and they asked him after it. He said, I threw it too high. And it's like, yeah. That's a, that's a pretty honest answer. <laughs> a lot of people saying Dodgers are linked to Max Scherzer. But not only that, they're also maybe in talks with the Cubs about Kimbrel, mm-hmm. Chris Bryant and Mm -hmm. then a new name i've heard recently is i don't know how true this one is or how uh, able this is how realistic Trey turner yeah it's another one i've been hearing so i don't see trey leaving but i'll tell you what dodgers have been so willing to spend money and when you win it makes it easier i can see them somehow finding a way to flip a couple guys for scherzer And Mm -hmm. then going to the Cubs and saying, "Hey, we'll take Kimble Do you really think they can get both?
1: It's a fire sale going on right now. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's LA. If if anyone can done the Dodgers, I feel like they just they're always making moves, and it's just I feel like we haven't they haven't had a trade deadline go by where they haven't made a big move within the last couple years. Yeah, but to make it even
0: more exciting, the NL West uh, (laughs) is in. On Scherzer, actually, so we got yeah. Padres, Giants, and the Dodgers all in talks. Padres, this is what I love about baseball, and sometimes football and basketball fans are like, "How can the Padres have four All Stars in their infield?" There's no salary cap. Yeah,
1: you can you get. Can, that's why, why the want. Yankees. That's why the Yankees are good all the time. They just they had so much money. It's New York. Everyone wants to play in New York. And
0: speaking of New York, they went and got uh, Joey Gallo.
1: Joey Gallo, uh, yeah.
0: good Good for him getting out of texas the one thing i am sad about is that beard is gonna go new york (laughs) has that policy about uh clean trim it's uh it's gonna be sad to see that thing go but no good for gallo i think he's gonna look good i'm telling you facial facial wise getting rid of that Mm -hmm. thing and with the bat you know it's uh hitter friendly park angels let's go to the other side of of la uh, because i don't Uh, know i want to
1: anaheim it's not L.A. Yeah. It's Anaheim, Orange County. It's not even L.A. County, but keep going.
0: No secret. Angels suck at pitching.
1: So <laughs> yes. To address that, what we did is we went
0: and drafted 20 pitchers. Every single draft pick. We said that's not enough. Uh, let's try to trade for some. So right now talks are that they may be having Andrew Heaney on the move. Uh, There has been some discussions about Cobb. Uh, Mm -hmm. What really sucks, though, is the Dodgers, when they want to trade, they have guys in their farm system or on their team. They can flip the Angels. There's nobody that we have that people are willing to get. Mm -hmm. That's the frustrating part. Like uh, Andrew Heaney, like I like him. He's a starter in this league. He's not a number one. I think he's Mm -hmm. maybe a number three or
1: I mean, yeah, they're going to get from. The Angels really don't really have a number one. I mean, Otani's your number one, but let's face it. Like, you don't really want Otani to be your number one. You know what I mean? It's not. I'm not saying he's bad or anything. It's just... Oh, no, he's like great. You don't I don't want, want to hear no, any he's, slander. He's fantastic. I love Otani. I love him. But I just feel like you don't want him to be your number one pitcher and your number one hitter. You know what I mean? You need... He's going to
0: be our number two hitter once Trout comes back. I really hope that people are going to be able to stop walking Otani because Trout's going to be behind him. Dude, that lineup's going to be scary when Rendon yeah. comes back, when Otani comes back, when or when Trout comes back, when Upton finally finds a swing after coming mm-hmm.
1: back. We just don't have and any then,
0: offensive pieces. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's it's awesome because you guys are going to have a, a great offensive lineup and then end up losing 10-7 because you guys can't strike anyone out. <laughs> the Angels, if you guys are listening, you know what? Go to the
0: Nationals. Go and trade them. Joe Adele, I've been hearing a lot of good things about him. He came to the show and... I, I was underwhelmed, you know, I like the kid, but let's build a team around Otani and Trout to win now. So let's go trade him. Let's go trade Heaney. And then, you know what? Let's go trade in some Disneyland uh, annual pass holders, free parking, assigned Trout and Ohtani uh, bobblehead and ball, mm-hmm. go to Washington and say, hey. Hey,
1: maybe get give a, a, a Mickey Mouse sign too. Maybe get a signed yeah, uh, yeah. autograph from Mickey Mouse and see what yeah. happens.
0: That's what we're going to do. We're going to bring back Walt Disney. We got to do something, man. I just want pitching. I'm good with one guy. If we can get two, I might go into a coma. So (laughs) Angels, as usual, I hope that they are buyers. They probably will either remain stagnant or start to sell. Dodgers want to be buyers, don't know what's going to happen. And that NL West is going to be crazy. Speaking of top teams in the league, so we already know for – Baseball, you know, it seems as if uh, Padres, Giants, Dodgers, that is definitely like top five or ten teams in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are we thinking football-wise, Tyler? I know uh, our man Colin said some stuff.
1: Yeah, he had a list going in to basically training camp. So we'll, we'll talk about the top ten list on our segment here for where Colin was wrong, he had a list – basically going in like he had a list of his top 10 teams going into training camp Uh, it wasn't necessarily like top 10 teams of the NFL but it was just top 10 teams going into training camp just the other day training camp you know started for teams and teams are starting to get underway and so we thought it'd be fun if Zach and I made our own top 10 list maybe made some compromise and then tried to come together and agree on a top 10 list together
0: yeah so we'll go together ty so you and i are both intelligent men we both understand that the buccaneers are the best team going into training camp so the bucks are our number one team each defending champs tom brady's back they're looking good so exactly number two uh no-brainer the chiefs some Mm -hmm. people would say that they're number one uh i think that offensive line did get better um, I just hope that they're able to put something together before they start having to pay all the speed on that offense. So number yeah. two, Chiefs, we are in agreement. Yes. Number three, our intelligence continues with the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen is going to be amazing. The Bills didn't need to sign another receiver. Instead, they went and got Emmanuel Sanders. Yes. And Sanders has been saying, I've been in the league for 12 years. He played with great, like yeah. Drew Brees. And he said Josh Allen
1: made a throw I've never seen in twelve years. So Sanders is yeah. seeing great stuff. Josh Allen's a great, great veteran that defense. Great veteran wide receiver to bring in. Still got Stavan Diggs. That defense is still looking good. Josh Allen now has another season under his belt. I think I think they're Super Bowl contenders.
0: Now this is where we start to disagree. So number four team going into training camp for me, gotta be the Cleveland Browns. I think they are loaded with talent i believe in baker more than the next person um i think odell coming back is not a distraction i don't think he is one of those me guys or i guys who's always begging for the ball i think him and jarvis can live in harmony i think nick chubbs is great and i think that defense is ready to roll so i would put the browns at four
1: yeah i mean i I don't necessarily disagree with you i think the browns Loaded up with talent. I know people were saying last offseason when, not offseason, last season when OBJ tore his ACL, they're like, oh man, the Brown, like Baker looks better now that he doesn't have to throw the ball in. I think that's just a load of, load of crap. Uh, Just tarnishing on OBJ, who's a great wide receiver, and I'm excited to see him back. I think they will be clicking this year. I agree. But like I said, I got my Rams at four, baby. You got Matt Stafford. Our offense looks, just as great. I'm excited to see hopefully a healthy Cooper cup throughout the entire season. Our defense, we still got Aaron Donald. We still got Jalen Ramsey.
0: Yeah. The Rams definitely do look good. They're at Mm -hmm. six for me, but right in front of the Rams, I have the Ravens also sticking in that same division with the Browns. Look, man, Lamar Jackson, some people don't like him because he's unconventional. Like that's exactly why people yeah dude lamar's a good dude he's a winner like Mm -hmm. people don't like elon musk because he's you know built a little different and his Uh, weeks are kind of weird like (laughs) no he's a bright dude you know he knows how to run a company like just because you're different doesn't mean it's bad and so lamar love him as a leader love Mm -hmm. him as a player lover love him as a human being and i'll tell you what my, my opinion means nothing. You know, I have trust in the guy. I, think I thought he's it was great. factual, bro. Just because it's factual, apparently people don't care about facts. <laughs> but for him to get that entire organization, not just the players, not just the front office, but the coaches, everything together to believe in him and to build mm-hmm. a team around him and to get, you know, Greg Roman, the offensive coordinator, a running, like, centralized offensive coordinator
1: mm-hmm. to
0: be there and just completely say, yeah, this is who we are. I mean, the, the Ravens are always going to be physical on defense, but you look at the Ravens
1: offensively and defensively, they're, they're five for me. See, I, I kind of disagree with you. I feel like they didn't make the necessary moves going into this offseason. They needed they need wide receivers. His best, his best target is his tight end, Mark Ryan, Andrews, which isn't bad. And then you got Marquise Brown, and he's just undersized. He's quick, but he didn't make – you know, the impact that people thought he might have this upcoming season. I just feel like they didn't bring in any wide receiver talent around him, which would be useful. Lamar Jackson doesn't have the best arm. Everyone really knows that he doesn't have the best arm. Great runner, which makes him a threat because you don't know if they're going to run or pass. But I just feel like they needed to bring in wide receivers for me to put them up on the list. And I didn't really see that this offseason. And who do you have at five? I got the Browns. The Browns are at 5 for me for all the reasons I said before, really talented. I think that OBJ and Baker Mayfield just click this offseason. I mean click this upcoming season. They made some good offseason uh moves for their defense and they just look really well-rounded. Probably got the most talent on a team in the NFL. The most talent. Yeah, in terms of just their running backs are great, wide receivers yeah. are great. You know what I mean? Like they have the best back, like uh, cream hunt, Nick Chubb. No one's got a better backfield than that. I'll tell you what they got depth. They got they, depth. They, they have depth. That, that's yeah. where they
0: have the most talent. And the team that I think is the second most talented starting wise is at my number six. It's your LA Rams. I, yeah, I, I think. have Rams at six, you know, Cam Akers getting hurt. Acres, sorry. Uh, that I think hurts them. You know, yeah. they went and uh, do not have Malcolm Brown anymore. I thought he was a great running back for them last year. Um, it, it hurts to lose that. We saw kind of when Todd Gurley wasn't really all there, how mm-hmm. much that hurt that offense. So I think a running back's yeah. huge for that team. But, no, I think the Rams, they're very talented starter-wise. The thing that makes me put the Browns above them, though, is exactly mm-hmm. what you said, the depth. So with Cam getting hurt – you know, there's no Kareem Hunt to step up. It's
1: going to be some rookie, probably. Uh, so, it, well, right now it's sounding like it's possibly Daryl Henderson. Maybe sign someone. Todd Gurley's a free agent. That, that's not the route we're going to be going. But, uh, yeah. So for six for me, I got the Green Bay Packers Aaron Rodgers, baby. I, you know, a lot of questions, ifs, what if, what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay? He's back for another season. Who knows how much longer he'll be back for that. But I just feel like when you got Aaron Rodgers on a team, you can't count them out. And Aaron Rodgers, football IQ, dude's a genius, Jeopardy host. (laughs) I don't know how many other NFL quarterbacks have that on their resume. But, yeah, I mean, I think I just have to go with the Packers. I think Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, they're hungry. They posted that last dance (laughs) picture on their Instagram, got some backlash for it, whatever but I got the Packers at six.
0: They want to beat Chicago so badly. Number seven, I still have uh, that NFC West division, the Seahawks. Dude, I believe in Russ. Let him cook. That offense is going to be electric with him. They always always find running backs. It's insane. They're really good at running the ball. Now they have a solid wide receiver threat in DK Metcalf. No slight to Tyler Lockett, but he's not. Yeah. Yeah. He's number two. Number one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: He's number two for sure. He has his off nights, which is what kind of hurts. You know, he has his days where he goes off for hundred yards, two, three touchdowns. And then he has his days where he gets two catches and 20 two yards. Ca- yeah. 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 So now NFC West, best division in football, as
0: you stated, I got 100%. the Seahawks with a great run game, great quarterback
1: and an above average, if not great defense at number seven. Yeah, and at number seven, I got the Ravens. Uh, reasons I stated earlier, I feel like their offense didn't really improve, but they're still – Lamar Jackson, like you said, they got their run-centralized offense going, but I feel like you need that that deep threat, that passing threat, and I just don't feel like the Ravens really have that, besides with you know, Mark Andrews. But like I said, Lamar Jackson fan. I love what they're doing in Baltimore, and I got the Ravens at seven. <laughs>
0: Packers I got it number eight uh saw the press mm-hmm. conference we'll talk about that wow yep. uh you know it's he's coming into this I don't know how they're really gonna gel throughout this whole season I think the players have his back I mm-hmm. think the coach has his back and I hope that's enough for him because I really do like Rodgers um I just don't know if the Randall Cobb Uh, trade is going to really benefit them i don't know if there's going to be more trades throughout the season where it's just kind of like it it
1: might hurt them more than benefit them so packers at eight for me eight i got the seahawks and like we said russell wilson great offense great defense one of the best divisions in the league which could honestly hurt them could hurt the rams it could go either way you know what i mean but I got the Seahawks at eight for pretty much all the reasons you stated earlier. Love Russell Wilson, probably you know top three, top five quarterback in the league, like we said in one of the past episodes.
0: Yeah, and then uh, nine and ten we both agree on nine. We both have the Colts, <sighs> mm-hmm. uh, dude.
1: If Carson Wentz is cooking, that's yeah. a Super Bowl team. Yeah, like I said, I've said this a lot. Change of scenery. I think this change of scenery is going to be really good for Carson Wentz. I, they got a great defense. They haven't established offense already. Jonathan Taylor looks like he could be promising. He looks like he could be really good. And you got to love the Colts, man. Michael Pittman, UFC alum. Let's go. It, it, Colts are going to be fun. And then 10, yeah. we both agree. Uh, rounding
0: out the NFC West, third team mm-hmm. from there, the 49ers. Uh, yeah. I would put them higher if we knew what was going to happen with Trey Lance. Um, I wasn't too high on him but mm-hmm. I, I think Jimmy G is a winner
1: kind of yeah I mean I I mean I'm not a big Jimmy G hater he's he's not like the best quarterback out there but I I do think the 49ers probably have one of the most well-rounded out teams in the league and like we said like I said I think if they had a tier list higher of a QB than Jimmy G they'd be a lot higher on the list but like it's just like Aaron Rodgers the eight I don't want that to happen though. <laughs> I can't imagine that team with Aaron Rodgers don't even let me don't let me think about that one but yeah I think they probably got one of the best teams on the list it's just the QBs the guy who holds the ball and I don't think Jimmy G is you say he's a winner I think he's a winner but not not the QB you you really want to roll with for I mean he's a good he's a good quarterback don't get me wrong it's just I just don't think he's better than really any of the quarterbacks that we have on this list here.
0: That's a conversation we can have another day, <laughs> but I, I think Jimmy G is I think he's a winner. I really do. Okay. I want us to just R E L a X. Everybody watched that press conference. I watched the entirety of it as did you.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow like it was he was raw he was honest you can tell it was a lot more honest than i expected i was not expecting this kind of conference where it felt like he's not he wasn't emotional or anything he really just laid out though like everything he felt was laid out there he talked about what happened after you know in going into march and then he just talked about how how deep it was. And then it was just about how he felt like he wasn't getting, getting enough respect. He wasn't getting any talks in free agency and he feels like he should have, he's a seasoned veteran yeah. an accomplished MVP, as he said. And he just felt like he needed to be a part of more of the decisions they were making. And he just laid it all out. And it was pretty crazy.
0: Yeah. I, I had a couple takeaways from it. And. Okay. So number one, my love and respect for Aaron Rogers. Roof. Up. I feel like I saw a lot
1: of that too in the YouTube comments. People were saying, wow, like this guy, I I gained a lot more respect and understanding of the situation now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so there's, let's do, we'll start out positive and then I don't want to call them negatives. We'll kind of backtrack on it. So to Mm. me on the low end, this felt like a very well-rehearsed job interview. Kind of of felt, yeah, it felt like he had all his resume there. You know, when he was talking, he was like, hey, I have been in the locker room. I made relationships. All Mm -hmm. I wanted to do was we didn't treat veterans who left so well in the past. I wanted to come to the front office and I wanted to help them out. And also, also I'm the guy who has relationships. I want to help them in free agency. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you want to use me? I'm the reason people come here. It's not a vacation place. People don't want to live here, which wasn't the best thing. Maybe not saying that about the city you play in, but still he was like, I'm the guy you should use. So on the low end, I see it as a well-prepared job interview. He had his references and he had his resume and he was Mm -hmm. saying, don't you want to use me? On the extreme side, it kind of felt more like a court case where everything was covered and he was like your honor do you not see that i all do i you want not to do is see come?
1: what i'm going through here yeah, yeah.
0: so it it I was agree. those are the two extremes mm-hmm.
1: yeah i mean i agree I, I i did feel like it felt almost like it was rehearsed but i honestly think you can attribute a lot of that to the intelligence of Aaron Rodgers. he seems like a really calm well spoken man like he knows a lot he you even hear about like he just reads all the time but i just think a lot of that you can attribute to just He said he had a lot of time to himself this off season for his mental health, and he, I think, he just really understands what he wants, and he really knows how he feels, and that's why it just sounded rehearsed. Because I think going into this press conference, he knew exactly what he wanted to say, and he pretty much executed it perfectly. Um, Oh yeah, look, much like on the field, he just
0: executes
1: to perfection. Exactly. Exactly. that,
0: That was my big takeaway. That that was my first big takeaway. It was this felt job interview to court Mm -hmm. case status you know he came prepared and he killed it so good job there Mm -hmm. the next thing i kind of felt and i want to make sure that this is kind of worded right he i don't think aaron Rodgers is the victim
1: yeah he even stated i I,
0: yeah he said he didn't want to seem like play the victim yeah,
1: yeah he didn't want to like play like the victim card which
0: yeah Which he's Mm -hmm. not, you know, and I'm glad that he acknowledged that. The Mm -hmm. one thing that kind of bugged me is when he came out and they said like, oh, what did you kind of get out of all this? And he said that the media kind of just makes up stories when there's nothing there. And Mm -hmm. it's like, I didn't really hear the media being too wrong about Mm -hmm. certain stuff. Like they came out and they said, hey, like he was offered this contract. He was offered this and this, but it's not about the money. He came out and he said, yeah, I was offered this. It wasn't about the money. The media came out and said like, hey, the Niners and some other teams have like addressed trying to get him. Mm -hmm. And then he even came out. And when he did his analogy of, you know, you write a great story, you have a great year, and then you go to your boss and they say, yeah, we'll talk about an extension later. And then you go and say, hey, I have a job opportunity somewhere else. And they go, oh, 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 we love you. We love you.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Like, is that not? kind of what the media said they came out and they said yeah the Niners are inquiring about him. the Rams are inquiring about him. like there's yep. so many teams inquiring those are other job opportunities so I, I don't like the the media's making up stuff because you know don't don't get me wrong now sometimes they do oh yeah but it just kind of seemed like they nailed this pretty much on the head like he was unhappy were not being involved in. You know, it was never about money, which they stated. Mm-hmm. It was there were trade offers, which there was. Like it just kind of seemed oh like weird to call mm-hmm. out.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I think honestly my big takeaway was there was a reporter who asked a question and basically was like, Is it gonna be a distraction when roster changes are made and people are wondering like how much of a say did you have into this this decision? And Aaron Rodgers replied basically saying that he doesn't expect it to be a distraction because he doesn't expect to be a part of the discussion. And I found that kind of just as a big takeaway because, you know, the main thing that I feel like Aaron Rodgers wanted was he wanted to be a part of these, you know, like you said, free agent talks. He's never been a part of them and he feels like he should be now because of who he is and right, rightfully so. And I just felt like that was a big takeaway because it still doesn't necessarily sound like he kind of got what he wanted with the Packers. It sounded more like he wants to retire Packer and he's going to give it another chance. But I don't know. It just feels like the way things are set up now, even Adam Schefter was saying like, it's set up to where this could be his last season in the Packers yeah. and basically control his own destiny moving on.
0: Yeah, no, there's, there's so much. My last takeaway mm-hmm. from this press conference though, Tom Brady has ruined the
1: quarterback position for the rest of NFL history (laughs) because of his demands and how he gets it all the time.
0: So stay with me now Mm because people think I'm crazy. And I know people are always like, Oh, people are always trying to bring the story into Tom Brady or LeBron James. Like, Mm -hmm. no, this is the thing about Tom Brady. Tom Brady left because he was unhappy. Mm-hmm. goes to a team because apparently there wasn't a big market for him right there was only like three or four teams that really wanted apparently, him yeah which was absurd goes to a team doesn't get otas doesn't really get to know anything yeah. learns this playbook at home probably over zoom with a ba
1: mm-hmm. and he was like hey can we get my buddy gronk can we get Gronk? yeah they went, can we yep. can we get a tryout for Antonio Brown and see? Can we get a yeah. get Antonio Brown on this team? Yeah. And, and they, they go, you have it.
0: one more wish left. What do you want? And he's like, I don't
1: know. Can I maybe not practice certain days? They go, yeah.
0: What <laughs> they went out, they said,
1: yeah. They got Leonard Fournette. I mean, it, it's not like that was like a big ask by him, but at the time, you know, it was Leonard Fournette. He's he wasn't a bad like bad running back. He just he's had his issues. He's had his injuries, but it was yeah. still a big signing. Like when that happened, everyone was like. Really? Like the Bucks got this guy too? Come on yeah. now.
0: No, it, but so Tom Brady, like, remember Russell uh, Wilson was having issues because the front office didn't want to listen to him? Yeah. All of a sudden all this stuff's going on with Tom Brady and he's like, yeah, no, I need a say. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, okay. Yeah. Like go for it. So Roger, you're basically
1: saying he's just set a precedent just this past season for so, the QB position. So he set that precedent. Mm-hmm.
0: And then now you're hearing all over. I saw Marshawn Lynch. He was actually on first take talking about this. He said, who who won this uh, standoff? Was mm-hmm. it A-Rod or was it the Packers? And Marshawn Lynch said, if they don't win a Super Bowl, neither one. Do you know how hard it is to get to a Super Bowl? Don't forget I mean, getting to one. Do you know how hard it is to win to one? Win. Do you know how many great quarterbacks there are that have won one Super Bowl Once or Super haven't? Yeah. Yeah. Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Dan Marino, Ben Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers hasn't even won one. Like yeah. there are guys that you look at, like when Joe Montana won four, people were like, "That's ridiculous. Yeah. That that will never be touched." Tom Brady's been to what nine or ten? He's been to ten, <laughs> and it's like that's never gonna happen again. And yeah. people now are like, "Oh, you can just go to the Super Bowl." You just leave your team and go to the Super Bowl. Like, people are so high on the Rams right now. And it's like, do you know how hard it is to leave an organization you've been a part of for years and go learn mm-hmm. an entirely then, new yeah. system and get used to all these new receivers and build all this trust and mm-hmm. rhythm and timing? It's so hard. And Tom Brady does it without an OTA, without training camp at the oldest age ever. And it's like, now everyone expects quarterbacks. To get at least two, three, four Super Bowls, and it's like mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers. To be honest with you, I don't see him ever getting to another Super Bowl.
1: See, I I could see him getting to another Super Bowl. I could see him winning one more, multiple though. I I don't know. I just like you said, it's so hard just to get to the Super Bowl in the first place. Like we have Aaron Rodgers on such a high. Like he's like one of the best quarterbacks of all time. And okay. he's what been to the Super Bowl once and won it once. Yeah. It's it's crazy.
0: Like John John Elway won two. And it's like he's probably a top five quarterback of all time. And it's like mm-hmm. for him to win two, if you win one, it's like great. If you win Russell two, Wilson. it's oh my Russell god, Wilson if you win. Has four, that one. Yeah. Wilson has one, and he went to a second one, mm-hmm. and he should have two, and, but he doesn't. Yeah, That's just... how hard it is to win it, where you literally are two seconds away from winning. And you just can't, like, it's mm-hmm. so tough. And so Tom Brady, that is my final takeaway from this. It's, you know, Rogers is intelligent. He knows mm-hmm. how to articulate what he wants to say. And he does it. He kind of tried to pin the media in a bad light, which I mean, wasn't entirely true. I don't think true.
1: any athlete really likes the media anyways. You know what I mean? I wouldn't either. It's...
0: I think Marshawn Lynch does.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know. The media tends to pin athletes certain ways, though, sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, that's why I can understand the hate for the media.
0: Yeah. And then my last takeaway is really Tom Brady ruined the quarterback position. It's, (laughs) they expect you now to play, like Aaron Rodgers, I wouldn't be shocked if he retires next year. Really? But we expect, oh, well, he said he was thinking about retiring this year.
1: Yeah, true.
0: And it's like, he played 15 years. Oh my goodness. Like, that's insane. Like, yeah. Tom Brady now, they expect you to play until you're 45. <laughs> they expect you to win in your 40s. They expect and you to take care of your body. it's what he's
1: doing. Yeah, it's ridiculous it's, how how he's doing this, so.
0: I'll, I'll, I'll leave this with you. In the past decade, how many quarterbacks have won multiple court, uh, Super Bowls? In the past decade?
1: The past decade?
0: For so the past 10 years. How many no one really, quarterbacks right? have won Super Bowl, multiple Super Bowl?
1: Just Tom Brady, I think.
0: Yeah, he's won three. Yeah, because Rodgers won once.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Lacco won once. Then you got Manning. You got Brady, Man- you
1: got Manning. He's won, yeah. Both Manning. Just about both Mannings, yeah.
0: <laughs> it It's so hard to not only repeat. I'm not talking go mm-hmm. back-to-back years. I'm talking just ever go back and brady said that after his second one they didn't go back for a while and he was like i don't like this feeling like yeah. it was a decade until he got to go back mm-hmm. like
1: so you know hats so, off tom brady goat. you just ruined the position that's off to else. his uh, father eli manning for beating him twice <laughs> he went back twice and he beat tom brady twice that's a goat He's, status right there <laughs> eli manning
0: is the definition of going to hell and back
1: oh like, my god that's Gotta love Eli Manning.
0: Yeah, no, overall great press conference. I think it conference. was enlightening. I think it made Aaron Rodgers look better in the public mm-hmm. view and the media view. And then I think his overall respect just shot up. So, yeah, that is my opinion and your opinion on that press conference. Before we end the show, just want to ask you is he going to be in a Packer uniform
1: next year? You know, I. He, so he kept saying, I want to retire Packer. I just felt like the way he was speaking and just about, like, oh, I want to be part of these free agency discussions. I want to do this, this, and that. It just – Aaron Rodgers sounded good. I don't think it made the Packers front, offense, off, front office sound good. Will he be in a Packers uniform? I don't think so. Where do you see him? Where do I see him? Maybe the Broncos – Maybe the 49ers. I mean, he's got, I feel like, a lot more options to choose from than Tom Brady does when Tom Brady went into free agency or, you know, when he wanted out of uh, the Patriots. But, yeah, I don't don't think he'll be back in the Packers uniform.
0: You know, it's really funny because I was a big Aaron going to the Broncos, Aaron's going to the Broncos. Mm -hmm. That was through trade. Because I thought that's that's where they can get the best return. If it's free agency, I can't see him going to the Broncos. Why would you willingly go to a division where (laughs) Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert are going to run it for a decade?
1: True, true. And plus, they don't necessarily have the offensive threats that some of these other teams can, you know, offer. Like, they they got their players that are coming up with Jerry Judy. They got a – Well, Devontae would go with them yeah that's true he probably would follow no no matter where he goes because yeah, this is his contract season right
0: yeah let's say this i think Devonte's the guy you want in a fight he is in your he's court. got your back when,
1: yeah oh when I think there was they,
0: talks that they weren't gonna uh, that, or rogers didn't want to do another contract he mm-hmm. stopped his contract negotiation
1: yeah I yeah think and then all of a sudden rogers close. was like
0: oh, i'm gonna keep talking and then Devontae Aaron, was like, okay, just, i guess okay, let's,
1: let's keep going
0: yeah like yeah. it's Love Devontae, but Mm -hmm. like I can't see him going to the Broncos because obviously he doesn't want to be with those two. I can't see him going to the Niners because I think they're going to build a rip around Trey Lance. And not not only that, that, why do you want to get beat up by that Cardinals defense, Aaron uh, Donald, and then that Seahawks defense is always there. So it's like, realistically, where do you see him? And then also you start looking at how... When you're older, we saw it with JJ Watt and you see it with Tom Brady and everything else. Mm-hmm. When you're older, oh LeBron too. Your last team is kind of where you want to retire.
1: Yeah, true.
0: Do you want to go retire in you know Milwaukee?
1: I mean, if see, here's the thing. I don't know. It just he he seems like he really likes Packers. And do you not think, Milwaukee? Apparently, yeah. I mean, I guess, but like, do you think that he'd rather just retire after the season? That we're kind of insinuating, or
0: I could, I could, if he doesn't retire, I can see two teams, and it's because of football reasons, weather reasons, <laughs> things that would go well. I can see him retiring, mm-hmm. going to the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. or i've been playing with it i've i, I don't want to fully go into it because i i don't know how he would be but i've been thinking about the washington football team
1: i i i don't know i i, I could see honestly i thought the washington football team was going to try to make a move for quarterback this offseason season. Instead, they went with Ryan Fitzmagic, who's apparently going to be beating Tom Brady. But yeah, yeah, I mean, honestly, they have a team built for a player like a veteran QB to go in. You know what I mean? They have the great defense where you don't necessarily need the most productive quarterback. You know what I mean? But if Aaron Rodgers does go there, you get people that are going to flock to play with him. I think that's kind of – I don't think it matters where he really goes. Like, it obviously does, but if you have, like, a well-established team like that, because you're going to get players who want to flock to play with that. You know, and they're going to want their ring too. Yeah. So, I don't think that's a crazy idea. I don't think it'll happen, but it, honestly, I, I wouldn't mind it because I like that Washington football team. I don't know what the heck they're yeah. there. Are they even getting a name? Any, I thought they were supposed to have one this season. It doesn't sound like no, they're there's gonna... supposed to be one next year. Oh well, next year. So, oh, we'll, so. we'll see. But yeah, welcome see... new new team name and new quarterback.
0: I I see the dolphins because that division, yes, you have to go against the bills, but it's like, besides that, Mm. Belichick isn't going to coach forever. The jets are the jets. Like, and and it's Florida. You know what I mean? It's good weather. He kind of likes that. Um, I, I would love if he could go to the Niners. I think that would be his ideal thing. I just don't know if they would go for him.
1: That'd be good for me. I'd be pretty upset. I'd be very sad. I know you would.
0: Yeah. Uh, And then Washington, I mean, we we all know that he's pretty uh, open about his beliefs. Uh, I don't Mm want to say he's political, but he's 100% comfortable kind of doing that. I mean, I I could see him kind of enjoying it up there. So retirement. you know, whether football fits, I mean, Niners would be my go to. I can't see him fitting there now, especially with the cap space. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think the Dolphins would be the next best thing.
1: I mean, the Dolphins were talking about at one point, you know, trying to make a move for Deshaun Watson before all of that happened. So, I can see it too.
0: Before we end the episode, congratulations, Tyler McGee, where Zach was wrong. Uh, Giannis and the bucks that was insane. Congratulations, as mm-hmm, well mm-hmm. as probably many other predictions, because I don't know anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is why we're that's, just two I've regular dudes just making picks and... We got no insider knowledge. We just kind of go off of what we feel like.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm not a 17-year-old forgoing my senior year of high school.
1: Yeah,
0: for $800,000. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good luck to you, Quinn, Tom Brady. I love you. I think every other quarterback should hate you for making their job harder. And Aaron Rodgers, I don't care what they say about you, man. These two kids, we love you. That'll conclude this episode of Our Factual Opinion. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, and google podcast as well also find us on youtube i heard our video editor is great at what he did hint it is tyler mcgee we'll see you next time wednesdays and fridays our factual opinion